Hey, my name's Sean Taylor. That's my friend Aaron Carnes. Apologies if by some miracle you're the one person who was watching on Twitch when we tried this one time. We're just going to start fresh. I didn't love that intro. I don't know much Sega Genesis stuff. I love talking about cheap, physical games. So I brought a fellow like grade A certified tight ass like myself who knows more about the Genesis than myself to come on, talk about this underappreciated system. Aaron, what's going on, buddy? How you doing, man? Good, man. I'm just here to be cheap and talk Genesis. That was so much cleaner intro. I'm really glad we did this again. Again, sorry, one Twitch viewer. I really apologize. So I'm going to set the stage here. Last time I set the stage, I'm going to repeat that story because it was good. I just did this with the GameCube uh, like a week ago or two weeks ago because GameCube has spiked in price. Genesis, almost the opposite. Genesis, a kind of collector-friendly console at this point, relatively speaking. So the bad guys broke into your house. They stole all your Sega Genesis games and, and all of your things of monetary value. So you don't even have any trade cap. They stole all your other video games, but in your in your safe, in your in your uh, you, your red blooded American gun safe, or just the safe where you keep the papers, whatever. You have your backup Sega Genesis, and your wife is like, "Here, here's a hundred dollars. Go down to the price charting store, the pricecharting.com store, where all prices are set in stone across all the internets, and buy yourself a hundred dollars worth of Sega Genesis games." Loose, and don't pay taxes. I don't know why not. Taxes included, probably. Taxes included. You got $100. What are you coming back with? I figured we'd go back and forth, alternate. You'll give one, I give one, and get through our lists. But mostly, it, I'm using you right now. I'm abusing our friendship, hoping that you'll teach me Genesis things, inspired cheap physical game ideas for me to go grab. So, you know, as we're talking, if other ideas, things come up, please just, just shout them out. That's all I really care about. Here to learn. Buy every Sega Genesis game under $20. That's probably a lot of sports games. That's going to be a lot of sports games. Maybe Besides the sports games. games. A lot of EA games? There are good sports games. We will, we're will. we going to touch on a couple very good ones in our opinions. But Hey, if without further ado, unless you got any other questions, let's get rolling. Let's do it. You want to go first? Yeah, I'll go first. Excellent. Uh, first thing I have on my list... It's one of those love it or hate it. It's uh, a sequel to. <laughs> I know what's coming. I already heard this part once. No. <laughs> to one of the to one of the prettier games on the system. It's uh, oh, Echo the I'll Tides of Time. Comes in at a mere seven dollars, five dollars under its uh, original counterpart, and I think it's it's smoother, a little more accessible, just as pretty. Really shows off that blast processing at its at its later stages of use. You know, in the first recording, we got through this one here. I didn't even compliment that it probably is. We talked about the music a little bit, uh, but just aesthetically in general, the whole atmosphere. I will say that it could be the most pleasant atmosphere in any Genesis games between Echo and Tides of Time. They, they're they gorgeous, lovely. I don't have two. I have one. I don't play it because I'm a, I'm a huge wussy and they're hard. <laughs> Any any tips? What's gonna make me like Echo? How do you, how do I get good at Echo? Is it possible? I, I've played through Tides of Time like three years ago, and I used the guide all the way through because I literally couldn't get past like the second level. I couldn't figure it out. Does the guide teach you how to, your dolphin how to hold his breath longer? Nope. Sonic the Hedgehog still holds his breath longer. That's true. Sonic the, Sonic the Hedgehog has tremendous lung capacity for a little fella. I so you know I, I'll bash Echo a little bit. Uh, it's very it's it's pretty hard. And it can be pretty obtuse, at least the first one can. But if you 
like big sort of open adventure, lots of exploration, uh, pretty cathartic experience other than the anxiety of holding your breath for a short amount of time. That really is the only real tension in it. The any few real kind of battles that you get into with the bosses are more figure out a trick rather than like some tense like back and forth thing. More trickery and less Dark Souls. Exactly. Uh, Echo the Dolphin is not a Dark Souls esque game. What? How's that? What? <laughs> nope. Okay. Nope. Well, I'm not ashamed to say I own the first one. My first one. I'm gonna get the the cheap one out of the way cheap in in style or theory not cost so much but i think everybody needs this in their genesis collection it's the genesis six pack genesis six pack and so i already like compilations and anthologies like even cheap bad ripoff ones i always get a lot of joy like trying out each one of these games seeing what they're knocking off or whatever but probably objectively the best kind of compilation or or anthology or collection is when it's legitimate games not ports not emulation but legitimate games and in this case like legitimate games from the console so it's other sega genesis games that are not being emulated they're just all jammed into this one six pack and i think if you even if you don't like other types of compilations and collections i mean this one's just six legitimate games stuffed in there they happen to be pretty good not great not all of them but you get straight to rage which is really good sonic the hedgehog one which i don't care for one quite frankly, but it's fine. It's still a Sonic game. I just don't like it. Golden Axe 1, which might be my favorite Golden Axe for nostalgic purposes. Uh, Columns, more of a Tetris guy or Puzzle League maybe, but Columns is fine, whatever. Revenge of Shinobi, which I'm horrible at. And Super Hang On, which is fine. I don't play a ton of racing games. So, got six solid games, a good collection. Again, they're not. it's not like you're being emulated on the next-gen console. It's like, no, these are this console games, full titles, right there, 10 bucks think everybody needs this one go grab it absolutely i mean at 10 bucks you're coming in at half the price that it's going to cost you just to grab streets of rage by itself which is probably the best game i'm going to say the best game on the collection personally streets of rage one and two are my favorite maybe my favorites on the console yeah it's definitely the best i don't like sonic one that much either weird design weird level design sorry in sonic one and no spin dash hurts I didn't play Sonic 1 until after I played Sonic 2, so I was like... Golden Axe 1 or 2 for you? Golden Axe 1 or 2? 2. You can't see it, but right now 1 is playing in the background of the video. Um, And I always use Tyrus Flare because I'm a pervert. uh, (laughs) Well, I mean, I'm still a pervert, but as a child, I was like, you know, like, oh, i got to play with the lady because she's wearing a bikini, and that's how child Sean thinks, and I'm sorry, you know. Uh, But yeah, nostalgia for 1 and using Tyrus... I also love too. They're pretty similar-ish in most ways, but yeah, they're both better than three. They're both better than three. Amen. What's the one we didn't get? Death Adder or something that we should have got that was in the arcade, but it never came home. Yeah, yeah. And that that was the the great one, right? We should have got that. It is really good. I've played it on some compilation somewhere. I've only played it on a compilation, or probably emulated even, or both. Maybe, it could have yeah. been emulated in some compilation disc somewhere. All right, hit me up with your with your second one. Oh, my second one, I think, is a classic. I imagine a lot of Sega owners have this one laying around. It's another sequel to a good one, uh, NBA Jam Tournament Edition. Uh, I just I loved NBA Jam when I was a kid. I was obsessed with being able to change people's heads. I don't know why I thought it was so cool that I could be Bill Clinton. 
But by God, I knew the Bill Clinton code when I was a little kid, and I always used it whenever I played NBA Jam. Okay. I don't think I have Tournament Edition. I know I would happily play any of them, but my second game is NBA Hangtime. I don't remember how the licensing thing works. It's like a claim had, you know, home consoles, and then Midway had arcade, and then Midway wanted to bring one home or something. I, f- I forget how it went. No idea. Basically the same gameplay experience. Um, I think Hangtime, maybe a year or two later, roster-wise. I'm not sure. Don't quote, don't quote me on that. It may have even come out after Tournament Edition. I Yeah, I, I, I'm I think like so. 80, 80 to 90%. Like, I'm pretty sure. Not positive, but pretty sure. And so I just, I picked Hang Time because that's the one I have nostalgia for. Um, I would say either of these games, like. They're, they're both great arcade. It's, it's basically the same game. Experience. And gosh, they're a lot of fun. Yeah. Who's your team? Who's your tournament edition team? What's your go to? Uh, I mean, if I'm just going to be a jerk, I'd play as the rookies, but. <laughs> okay. Solid choice. If, if not, I mean, even though it is my team in real life, it really wasn't back then, but I knew they were good was the Cavaliers because they have Mark Price on there and his defense is a 10. He gets a steal almost every time you get anywhere near somebody on the ball. They're kind of like broken. He's a, yeah, he's makes for a pretty nasty opponent. I, uh, so at least on hang time, uh, Jamal Mashburn. So Mavericks, like, yep. Yep. Uh, just very good all around, like almost Scotty Pippen ish, maybe better shooter, lower defense or, uh, I don't remember if tournament edition, I assume it had to create a player, right? You create a player, you earn their stats uh, over time. NBA Jam never had that. Okay, so hang time, you get to create a player, and as you win games, you get stats in like threes. Like you win three games, you get two or three points of stats to build your guy up. So just like I do with all things, I compensate for lack of talent by grinding. <laughs> Grind through basketball games, they're like three minutes pop. They're legitimately like five minutes long. And uh, eventually you've got the perfect... Seven right. foot tall, massive, good at everything basketball player. Worth your time. I, I think hang time comes in. Let me check the price. I think it came came in at five bucks, maybe. Yeah, five bucks. Tournament edition comes in at nine. So you, hang time might really be the better option out of those two. That creative player is pretty sweet. If I you kind of forgot about that. If you haven't tried it personally, you should just for that. Just create a player. Um, start yeah. off something janky. Uh, my favorite part is that even height is a stat, right? So, like, if you're spending height points points on your height, like, it's taking away your points. So you always start off short and just shooting threes, and that's how you, you just get through ball games, shooting threes, and then eventually you round out your guys' game a little bit. Give it a shot sometime. I think you'll appreciate it. Um, I know I've played Tournament Edition maybe on the Saturn. Uh, it came out, it was like a yeah. console, what do you call it, like a tweener. And yeah. so Tournament Edition came out everywhere. So... Go play both. Um, I technically gave my next game then, so it's back to you already. Oh, yeah, that's right. Uh, my next game, uh, going in a different direction to the fighting genre that's so well represented on Sega. Uh, and I went with Eternal Champions because I don't really think those old Mortal Kombat games hold up that well. And, man, Eternal Champions just looks so good. The sprites are humongous instead of being that weird early motion capture. They're just humongous, really pretty sprites. Instead of fatalities, yeah, there it is. There it is with the weird rip-off Green Lantern guy on the front. Oh, yeah, he's he's very <laughs> handsome. He's like Green Lantern meets uh, Johnny Cage is probably the idea. 
I was going to say Jordy LaForge. I'm not familiar with that. Is that something I got to look up? No, that's the guy from uh, Star Trek that uh, LeVar Burton is on Star Trek. Oh, no kidding. I'm not a, I haven't, I have very limited uh, Trek experience. Oh, yeah. He wears like, he wears glasses and is just generally sort of looks like that. So for whatever reason, in my mind, I've always like thought of him as like some weird Jordy LaForge ripoff. Oh, that seems legitimate. Uh, I'm I'm getting so nervous over here. I was talking about hang time. I don't know if a, a younger younger brother stole it or something. Maybe. No, oh, I'll take, I'm I'll missing. Take well, and I I know I have it on the Super Nintendo too, so I'll go check over there. And if it's gone from there too, I'll know that he just took both of them. Jackass. I don't know. No more, he probably no didn't. More hang time for you. <laughs> Whatever. It's five bucks. I'll go buy another one. That's right. Uh, so just for what it's worth, I didn't put a fighting game on my list. If I did, I'd put Eternal Champions because it, first of all, it's pretty unique to the other ones in in our opinion. Second of all, it's pretty cheap. It's five, six bucks, right? Yeah, I got it at six bucks. Six, six loose. Yeah. Uh, looks great. Sounds really cool. Um, I mean, I'm sure people can disagree with this on that, but I think it looks cool or at least, uh, you know, 90s Sean would have thought it looks pretty cool. I didn't they put can on, disagree, so, but they'd be wrong. They, why would they do that? We are the authorities on good-looking 90s fighting games, apparently. Uh, except right. for I'm not, because I, I didn't put a fighting game on my list, because I suck at all of them. All of them. Cross the oh, board. yeah, I'm atrocious. <laughs> uh, and I think Eternal Champions, relatively, is kind of complex. Um, I think if you... You know, it's probably easier to jump into a Street Fighter hyper-fighting edition or whatever. Absolutely. Um, but hey, you know what? Maybe it's worth the grind to have something a little unique to the Sega Genesis. Not that it was unique to the Sega Genesis, but more unique on the Sega Genesis, I guess. I it, it was a Genesis exclusive. Uh, it got a Sega CD kind of a upgraded version, but it was I guess it was a Sega exclusive. It didn't ever go to any other consoles. And then it just died on Sega CD. I was thinking it was 32X, but it was, it was CD. Am I messing that up? Yep, Sega CD. CD. Okay. My bad. You know what? To be fair, that one's probably not all that expensive either. So if you happen to own one of those obscure, uh, awkward pieces of Sega monstrosity tech, oh, go, yes, go grab it. The, the Sega CD version. It's even better. It looks really good. I do have a Sega CD. I never plug it in because A, I'm afraid I'll break it. And it's worth more in terms of dollars than it is to me playing it because I own like no games for it. And B, I almost probably can't even figure out how to hook those damn things up because it's wild. Like when you get the 32X and the in the CD all in one, uh, it's pretty wild. Would not recommend. My my second one is not very exciting at all. I went with Ms. Pac-Man, and it's it's four dollars. It's really cheap. I tend to like Pac-Man quite a bit just across the board. Uh, but this is a really good port of Ms. Pac-Man. It's probably the best sort of old port of anything in the Pac-Man universe. And at least to me, I know it's not a joystick, but something about the roundedness of the Genesis controller, it feels really good on the Genesis controller. Personal opinion, nothing that insane about it. Does have a, a pretty wide array of gameplay options in it for a Pac-Man game. So cheap and easy. Go grab it. I like it. I have it on my shelf as well. It's uh, four bucks for a really good version of a Pac-Man universe game. No, I don't have anything else to say. It's just Pac-Man. Nothing too interesting. It's better than Pac-Man The New Adventures. Testify. 
<laughs> which is that Super Nintendo and Genesis that come out everywhere? I, I think so. What a, that weird point and click Pac-Man game? That I never, I never could figure it out. Every you know, you start the game and he like walks into a rock and I don't know what I'm doing and then it's over. <laughs> That's I've tried so many times. I've been like, I'm gonna play this. I have no Same idea thing. what to, what to even do. <laughs> I'm watching the oh. footage. So uh, just FYI, Aaron can't see the footage. I've just got some gameplay footage from the six pack rolling through the background and I'm just laughing because I'm watching my get, myself get my ass kicked in Streets of Rage uh, by the second level boss on on easy. Also, I need a partner, and in particular, a partner who's better than me. So, you know, if you're bored, come help a nerd out. <laughs> All right, man, what's your next one? Uh, it went a little more expensive on this one. Uh, and this is where I'm going to get into a bunch of my stuff is licensed after this. Uh, Which is surprising. Quack, quack shot. Donald Duck, plunger gun, platformer. It sounds like it should be the worst concept ever, but it's actually pretty fun and pretty deep. Uh, I like that it has a nonlinear path. You can start in a few different places and do a few different things to expand where you can go. You don't just have to like play one level, go to the next level. You can kind of hop around. You can leave a level whenever you want to. It's it's wide open for a platformer on the Genesis. Is that Capcom? You know, back in the days where like Capcom Disney platformers were were good. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I, I should know, but Ignore I don't my... think it's Capcom. Ignore my clickety my clickety clacks on the keyboard here. I'm just I'm curious. I want to find out because there was a time where you know all as you mentioned all licensed games, no, the vast majority are awful. But man, the NES and uh, you know like early Super Nintendo Genesis area area era. Some of those Capcom Disney ones. I mean, everybody everybody who's watching this and would care about this probably already knows that, so I don't know why I'm saying it. But let me see. Developers. Uh, Sega and Disney Interactive are the developers of Quackshot. Interesting. First party. That's yeah, solid. Weird for Sega. A little it's, bit. It, it'll piss you off sometimes, but it's good. I've never played it, but I mean... I like everything related to Mickey Mouse and Genesis platformer. I know it looks good. You know, I've seen other people play it. Game Sack review on Sega Genesis. They play it at some point. Looks great. Uh, what's that one run you these days? Oh, uh, $17. Okay. Is that the most expensive one on your list? Tied. Tied. So my next one, uh, I went for another cheap one, but I wanted to match your licensed throw in here. So I went with Buster's Hidden Treasure. Uh, it's four bucks. It's just a really good Konami platformer. If you don't like Tiny Toons, I know so many people that know Looney Tunes but not Tiny Toons. I grew up in the Tiny Toons era. Like it means slightly more to me. But uh, we, you and I, have talked about the Konami uh, Tiny Toon Adventures on the NES. It's really good. Yeah. And this is just an extension of that. We've also talked about Babs's Big Break. That's a really yeah. good one on the Game Boy. So yeah. just back in a time where Konami was making decent licensed stuff out of some of those Warner properties. But they also had some shit. Most of the Tiny Toon stuff was good. Tiny Toon Adventures 2 on NES, not so much. But other than that, yeah. I've played a little bit of that of this one, and it's not bad. I don't remember Tiny Toon Adventures 2 on the NES, but if it's bad, maybe there's a good reason. I do it's, have... It weirdly breaks the formula and is like all these weird mini games that don't really. It, it doesn't play like the other ones do. 
So I have Buster's Hidden Treasure, and I thought I had Acme All-Stars also, which is like four or five like miniature sports games. And it's, oh, yeah, I've seen that, but I've never played that one. And it's fine, but it wasn't great either. You know, there again, maybe it's that broken formula type of deal. But I also don't know who developed it. It could have been somebody else. Might not have been Konami. No idea. All right, man, what's next? Uh, so I went sports game again here. This is my second and last sports game on the list. Uh, super generic name. It's just called College Football's National <laughs> Championship. Uh, super cheap at $5. It's the cheapest one on my list. It's what you would expect from 16-bit football. It's top-down, uh, 11 on 11. It has some basic announcing. Top-down uh, north-south or east-west? Oh, uh, north-south. Yeah, north-south, top-down. So kind of the modern standard, yeah, like at least. The vertical scroller, yeah. Kind of, you can tell, it's like the very early stages of where we got to with it. Awesome. I think the the thing that sets it apart is on handoffs and passes that are complete either when you hand off or when the pass completes before that you're kind of up high view small sprites almost a tech mobile look and then you get uh, almost like a couple frames of pause and it zooms down in and you're seeing like more of like your 16-bit sega genesis sprites and you're actually like seeing the action up close and being able to like control and do your spin moves and stuff mm-hmm. And I just always thought that was super cool when I was a kid. That combined with the announcing. It sounds pretty sick. I don't think I've ever played it. Do you remember off the top of your head who the announcers are in there? That's always kind of interesting to me. It's it's, it's somebody generic. generic it's, but it's supposed to sound like Keith Jackson, but it's not him. Got it. Oh, that's too bad. That would have been like, a nice throw. You you can tell, like, whoever it is, they, they're like, yes, go in there and sound like Keith Jackson, please. I, uh, I mean, there's no Wonellies in there or anything. And they're like, let's not get sued. On Tecmo Super Bowl, I use the Eagles all the time, and um, I just pass constantly. I don't bother running, and so I get the play where you got you got two backs, uh, the two back set, and there's uh, all five people go out on routes, and then the tight end just comes over the middle, and he's your A button, A button, like he's your next route, so A A, and he's that route. And so even if they're coming for a sack, uh, you know, even if they break the play and pick the play, you still get that pass off. And Keith Jackson is sick on that game. Is that the same Keith Jackson? I guess I never considered that. It's the same Keith Jackson, right? Yeah. Former Eagle he... tight end pro bowler Keith Jackson slash announcer Keith Jackson. Mm. No, it can't be. Not if he was on Tecmo Super Bowl because Keith Jackson's like 80. Okay. That's, you know, I never thought of that. I just assumed it was the same guy. Oh, well, I learned something new today. All right, well, former tight end pro bowler, Keith Jackson, Philadelphia Eagles. You get the Eagles, you run that play, and you just get into a rhythm where if you see them bust your play, you just A-A-B, right? And then you, even if they're going to sack you, you got 10 yards. A lot of times they'll dive. A lot of times you'll get 12 out of the deal. It's pretty solid. Would recommend. Uh, forgive me, I haven't played my college football game, which I'm going to toss on here. I picked one, too. I picked Bill Walsh College Football, and I haven't played it in a long time. Probably since, like, after school, going to their buddy's house, where we had to wait on my dad. And uh, this one's six bucks. I remember liking it a lot. I tried to do some research to see if there's other football games I should consider. 
the Sterling Sharp one was kind of interesting. I don't know if you remember that one. Is there I'm Sterling not Sharp? with that one. Um, gosh, I hope it wasn't uh, like Super Nintendo exclusive and I'm just making stuff up. The Maddens were pretty good at like, I want to say 95. According to the internet is when they got rid of the weird passing windows. Oh, that, yeah. That to me is a good thing when those went away. What I remember about Bill Walsh college football is that it felt pretty deep. So you don't get all the college teams. I don't know if there's like 40 or 50 of them in there, but you can make it a playoff. You can ditch BCS format for a playoff in college football, and it's fairly deep for a Genesis game, or at least it felt like it. So you know, forgive me, I haven't played in a while, but it's like it's six bucks, and I know it was good back then, and I have to have a football game on my list. Honestly, that's where I'm going to burn more hours than any other game I play is going to be on a college football game or on oh, any absolutely. football game, frankly. So Absolutely. That's mine. My, run, my runner-up would be uh, Deion Sanders' primetime football. Maybe that's what I'm thinking. Maybe I'm, I thought Sterling Sharp may have been thinking about Deion Sanders. I haven't, um, pl- I haven't played that one in a long time. I remember it being cool back then, but it could be hot garbage now. Uh, but I think we picked a good one, or at least we tried. We tried. I haven't played yeah. that in a while. Maybe I should go... Maybe I should go grab it. Okay, Sterling Sharp end-to-end looks like it might just be a Super Nintendo game. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, I, haven't, I didn't even know he had a game. Maybe the maybe the Deion Sanders game, like, they couldn't get the license on both uh, consoles. And, like, all right, you take oh, Sterling Sharp. Maybe, maybe it is. Maybe it's I have no idea. I'm just making shit up. But Deion Sanders, Primetime Football 96. I don't know. It looks like a good game. I'd play it. Okay, yeah. My my backup would be probably Madden ninety five is the first one where the internet says they got rid of passing windows, but it still like wasn't super complicated or overly complicated for the three buttons you had. Um, all right, man. I'm sorry, I keep like stealing your thunder and then throwing shit right back on you, but it's your turn again. All right. Uh, yeah. So my next one, another license, but what I really consider to be maybe one of the best licensed games ever made. I know that's like high praise, but Jurassic Park. I think is just excellent. And it's essentially two games in one because you can play as Grant and you get one set of levels that is built for that character that he is. That's more of a run and shoot. You have a small ability to scale things and climb things, but then you can play as the Raptor and it's more of a platformer, less focus on having to fight. Oh, well, use that rampage edition. That's this. Is that what you're talking about, or is it different oh, things? No, that's a different game. That's good too. Rampage okay. Edition is cool too. Okay, that one is. I think you can only be the Raptor on that one. Don't make fun of me, but I think so. My friend Ian, who did the last video, gave me this for. We still do like friend name drawings at Christmas for cheap presents, and he gave me a few games, and this is one of them. Ian, don't get mad. I haven't tried this yet, and I also haven't tried the Jurassic Park game that you're talking about yet, either. But I will both soon. They're both super fun. There's actually even a third Jurassic Park game on Genesis, which is Jurassic Park The Lost World. It's not as good as those, but it's decent. Um, You had another game on your list here that I feel like was like that, where it's like I'd played a sequel or something close to it, but not quite the same thing. Uh, we'll get to it in a minute. Um, All right, so what kind of game is this, though? What 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 genre are we talking here? If mostly a platformer, just depending on like if you're playing as Grant, it's more of a run and gun type platformer. If you are playing as the Velociraptor, it's a little more of like big jumps, less enemies. 
I think it's superior when you play as Grant because there's a little more variety to it. There's actually one stage where you ride a raft like down a waterfall and down a river. And at one point, like a T-Rex comes out, like just the head comes out of like a waterfall. And it's pretty impressive looking for Sega. Sometimes I forget just how big of a deal Jurassic Park was. And you're... you're it was. I You're kind of a hardcore sci-fi guy also too, aren't you? Yeah. Just I in saw general. It. My parents thought it was a good idea to take me to see that when I was eight years old. Well, they're like, hey, this movie has dinos in it, and it's new. Let's go see it. And you're like, all right, I like dinos. And then you're It's like, Steven Spielberg. He loves E.T. Yeah, dude. He's going to dig this. I well, parents, not your fault. For years. That was years. before the internet, parents. That was before they, the internet. They didn't know. I'm still terrified of that scene in the kitchen. Ooh, that is a tough one to get over. I remember the third Jurassic Park better than the other ones just because of the, uh, like, I don't even, the the cell phone and the poop. I think that's the third one, right? And I can always picture that cell phone ringer because that's what I spend my time thinking about, apparently. But, um, okay, Jurassic Park. I'll try Rampage Edition at some point. I'll try that edition at some point. Did you say a price? What's that one coming in? Oh, yeah, $7. Okay. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I can do that. Um, I'll follow your license with a license. This is definitely the worst game on my list. And quite frankly, I shouldn't, like, it shouldn't be here, but it's here for nostalgia. I can't help myself. It's Hook. And I, I've, I've, I have never played Hook on the Sega Genesis. I have it. I got it fairly recently, like within the past six months or so on the Genesis. I have it on the Super Nintendo. I did look to see, and I can validate that it's probably notably worse on the Genesis. Like, it's probably an okay game on the Super Nintendo, and then a mediocre to bad game on the Genesis. But I would describe it as, like, a very slow, deliberate action platformer. Um, kind of light puzzle elements. When I say slow, deliberate, most people would describe it as, like, oh, it just it lags and it's boring or whatever. I'm, don't forget, I'm pretty bad at video games. In general, so that slow pace does old Sean some favors, and it is pretty deliberate. I can take my time. I can be thoughtful. You can kind of cling to Tink to fly for <coughs> short bits when she appears in certain spaces. Um, your short re- sword reach is pretty small because now a sword, it's a knife. Like it just things that make sense to me. I liked the movie. Uh, I liked it on the Super Nintendo. It's probably worse on the Genesis, so maybe it's not a good idea. But I got a pretty big old soft spot. Happy to admit that I think it's probably the lowest quality game on my list in general, but I still, I'll go pick it up on the Super Nintendo, I don't know, once a year and play quite a bit of it. I enjoy uh, the movie, but I've never played the game. Uh, 10 bucks for the game on the Genesis. I don't know what it runs on Super Nintendo. I would say if you get a chance to emulate it on your laptop someday just for some giggles. I don't know. I don't think you'll hate it. You probably won't love it. It's the opposite of blast processing. It's like this well-paced processing. Jurassic Park, if you play as Grant on Jurassic Park, I would definitely describe it in the same way. Like, it's very deliberate. Like, you see those dinosaurs and you know that they they can kill you, so you better take your time. Right, you're not sonicking through that stage. You're you're taking some time. And Hook, I wouldn't even call it puzzling elements so much as, like, creative problem-solving elements. Like, hey, how can I use... Uh, how can I use Tink to get through around this and knowing that my sword swing is bad and um, things like that. But you're also talking to a guy that likes wizards and warriors. So I just, maybe I just like bad platformers. I don't know. 
I like that too. I do like that a lot. Secret, yeah, what do I call it? Like guilty pleasure, wizards and warriors. Uh, 10 bucks hook on the Genesis. I got my next one coming in right at that uh, dollar amount too at 9 bucks. And also uh, my probably what I would consider least the lowest game on my list. But I have a soft spot for it. Everybody's got bad games they like, man. It's incredible crash dummies. I've never played this one. I knew it was a game, but I was interested to hear. I it feel I feel like this could go anyway. Is it a platform where you explode and your body parts go all over? Is it a racing game? Like what? What are we talking about with Crash Dummies? It, it has all, both of those. It has all the elements you just mentioned. Um, part of your health is losing body parts. Uh, you can gain them back. Uh, there are some elements of driving in it, but it usually involves you trying to crash and like have like button pressing to make yourself go fast so you crash to somehow save the world i imagine i don't know Probably you also get awesome you get a gun that shoots traffic cones at one point uh that makes perfect some, sense to me yeah there's some there's some flat dude it. it's real weird I've surprisingly the... like high quality visual and like sound quality on it I watched the uh, AVGN, like, somewhat recently-ish even did Incredible Crash Test Dummies on the NES. And, uh, I mean, that thing is, is garbage. But I don't think he touches on Genesis or anything like that. So maybe maybe the there's NES hope for this NES version game. is so bad. I've never tried it. I've only ever seen him play it. And it does look, I mean, it looks pretty rough. It's like NES X-Men versus Genesis X-Men. Genesis X-Men is so hard that that's not a great comparison. Give me, give me a Sean level comparison. No, I'm just kidding. I know what you mean. <laughs> I, well, thought about put, I thought about putting X-Men on my list, and I was like, hmm, no, maybe I shouldn't do that to it's people. It's so hard. Oh, my goodness. I I play it for 20 minutes, and then I just like want to break it over my knee. It's so hard. It, whatever. I I'm, I can't say it enough. I, I'm, I, for as much time as I spend playing video games, I'm good at None of them. None of them whatsoever. Okay. Um, you said that came in at nine bucks. Let me see. Yep. Okay. Hmm. My next one. Uh, we've had so many good ones that segued from like yours to mine and vice versa in a row. I don't have a good segue for this one. My next one's called Subterranea. And I wanted a shooter on my list somewhere. A lot of decent... Even decent shooters on the Genesis are, are are just pretty expensive. I think the Genesis does shooters pretty well. Mm-hmm. A lot of them are pretty expensive. I don't have much experience with Subterranea. I do know that uh, there's it's kind of free floating. I it's I would compare it to Gravatar, like on the Atari Twenty Six Hundred. It was like a little bit of resource management, finding, gathering, exploration, shooting, but at its core it's still a shooter and it can sound pretty intimidating. Uh, but if you fly around again, it's probably a little more deliberate, which probably suits me a little better. You fly around, you're careful, you shoot things, you tend to do okay. Most importantly, it's, it feels, it's always felt like a pretty high quality experience in my opinion, for whatever reason. And it's going to cost you six bucks. So if it even kind of sounds appealing to you, you should probably take a chance on it someday. And it has the best cover art in Sega Genesis. Does it really? Oh my gosh. It has super sweet cover art. 
don't even know exactly what's going on on it, but it's like some monstrous out of the ground thing, like coming up to eat a ship or something. I don't know. I just always thought it was super cool. That like, sounds case. sick. Let's see if I can find it here while you tell me your next one. Oh yeah, well my next one coming in. This is my other uh, one that's in at seventeen dollars that tied with Quackshot, but I actually just replayed it again for the first time in a long time, and. Spider-Man Maximum Carnage is such a damn good beat-em-up. I was it, surprised that it costed so much. It feels like you see it everywhere. It's a bright... It's. I feel like it's almost one of those that's like a little more expensive just because everybody knows it's good and everybody wants to have it. So no, anybody that has it is like, hmm, I'm not going to sell this now. I blame the angry video game nerd. No, I think, I think the LJN one... I think LJN published the Super Nintendo one, which is also very good. And um, I want to say Acclaim. Acclaim published this one here. It was probably developed by the same group. I don't know that for sure, but I'm just taking a guess. So it's LJN very good gets some sort of credit on it. They're on the title screen. Yeah. I, I just played it, and I was like, oh, LJN, I love you. Just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. But just keep in mind, LJ and publishers, right? Not their fault that it's crap. They're just picking crappy games exactly. to publish. And Jaws isn't crap. I don't care what anybody says. Jaws sucks. Good news, though. I found Hangtime. I was oh. looking right at it. Good news. It hasn't been stolen. Your brother's off the hook. He is. He's a good brother. I shouldn't be mean. Um. So, Spider-Man. Tell, tell us about Spider-Man. we got a solid... Oh. Very well yeah, animated just, beat up, essentially, yeah, right? Huge sprites, super smooth. The wall climbing parts are almost like platforming, but at the same time, like it almost just feels like a legitimate Spider Man experience. Like, oh, beat up these goons, climb some walls, yeah, beat up some more goons. I would say if there is a knock, um, there it's so well animated that it almost makes it feel laggy. It's not. It's the it's it's a bigger animation. It's a longer stretch of animation. And there again, it's maybe a deliberate thing that I that helps me out. Maybe I like that. And you get used to it really fast if you give it a chance and you understand what it is, you kind of appreciate it. Looks great. Sounds good. Sounds fine. Yeah. Um but it's very smooth game for a gents. It just looks right. That's all that's co op as well. It, it, I've never gotten to play it co-op because uh, my wife pretty much plays like two games and it's not one of them. It made, for what it's worth, it made my honorable mentions list. Absolutely. My next one here, what haven't I covered yet? You know, it's probably time to get to, it's probably time to get to Sonic the Hedgehog. This was a, this was a really hard decision for me. And I will get to more of this in a moment. I already have Sonic the Hedgehog 1 on the six-pack. I mentioned I don't like it, but I do really like Sonic in general. I did pick Sonic the Hedgehog 2. Long story short, it's $5, and it's really, really good. It's not quite what I wanted. I think I'll save some of that conversation for later. But it's, if, if you've ever played Genesis, you know what Sonic the Hedgehog is. It, it's it's really good. I love Sonic 2. I just it, it, Yeah, it's an excellent game. I mean, it's well-made. The stages are a nice variety. The I think the music is really the best part of it. it. Much better designed than the first Sonic the Hedgehog. 
feels like a much more thorough game like instead of just a cool idea well now it's kind of a cool polished idea in yep. my opinion spin dash yeah got the spin dash that's huge and the music is genuinely better bonus stages are better everything good in this sequel well done sega and it's lit- it's five dollars if you, you can't not have it if you have a genesis yeah, it'd be outrageous that, that's it what else do you say about sonic you know My next one, another beat em up. I think two on my list back to back. I didn't do that on purpose. Uh, also licensed. Maybe one that probably flies a little more under the radar. Mighty, Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie. Is this different than. I think I have regular Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. Yes. Yeah, so regular than... Mighty Morphin Power Rangers is a fighting game. It's a one-on-one. Yeah, so that's like a one-on-one Street Fighter-type fighting game. That explains probably why I've never played it. Beat-em-ups I like. Fighting games I Yeah, so Mighty Morphin Power Rangers, the movie, straight-up beat-em-up. You start, uh, it lets you select between all five of the original Rangers or the White Ranger. So essentially, uh, if you've seen the Ivan Ooze movie, it's who's in the movie. Not only have I seen the Ivan Ooze movie, somewhere I've got the full Zord from the Ivan Ooze movie, right? With the cool, uh, you know, the eagle on the back, and that is crazy. The main thing that I remember from that movie is the very attractive Amazonist woman from the other planet. I don't remember what planet it was. Do you recall it? Do you know what I'm talking about? I don't remember the name of the planet. I remember the but lady. You remember the lady, yeah. right? And she, like, yeah. swings the sticks and scares the bird things away and all yep. that. Yeah, okay. That was a weird moment in my childhood for me. I was like, I don't know what I'm feeling right now, but it's weird. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah, I mean, it's just it's just an overall solid beat-em-up. Uh, there's a word you mentioned. There is a level near the end where you get to control it. Nice. Uh, one thing I like about it is that I'm pretty sure my three-year-old could set it to the hardest difficulty and beat it. Are you saying that maybe I could beat it on easy? Probably. Maybe. Maybe. There's hope. There's hope. Everybody, if we you, found a game I can beat. Maybe. And one, legitimately, like one of the coolest parts is the parts where you play as the Zord and like you're going through and fighting like a big thing in like a beat 'em up style, like boss fight. It's it's excellent. It's thirteen dollars. It's a little a little expensive, maybe for what it is. You better be a Power Rangers fan. By by our standards, it's probably a little pricey. Uh, you know what? There's a lot of. I would say that the hardest to narrow down to in my list was uh, good beat-em-ups. There's quite a few in the Genesis, for whatever reason it works. The three buttons in a row tend to lend themselves pretty well, even though in a couple of them it seems like I only ever use one button. And I I don't know, I had a hard time narrowing out which beat-em-ups I wanted in there. But, you know, uh, we'll get to some honorable mentions later. I'll bring them up later. I have two in my honorable mentions. Okay, what do I even have left here? Oh, I see, I see. Next one is Road Rash. I went with two. And this is tough for me because I also don't love this style of racing. I like racing games later when you get to Gran Turismo's and kind of true racing sims. I never liked this racing game where it feels like the world is being built about 30 feet in front of you, right? So it wasn't until, like, PlayStation and N64 where I really started liking racing games. 
I do like Road Rash. I think the combat elements and getting to spend the money in between the races and all that stuff, uh, that does it for me. I thought about leaving it off because I got Super Hang-On on the six-pack, but Super Hang-On is great, but again, there's nothing else to it, right? No, uh, there's not. It's literally just make sure you turn at the right time and hold down the gas. <laughs> The, the arcade, or sorry, the there's like arcade and original version of Super Hang-On, and the original does have more meat to it. But all it comes down to in Road Rash is that you get to punch people, yep. and that's pretty cool. And that's honestly about half hands. of it. It's, it's it's not 100% racing. It's about 50% trying really hard to punch people, and then also 50% remembering that you're running a race. It is 14 bucks for two. I picked two over one because it's a little better, in my opinion. And it has yeah. the multiplayer that I think one is missing. Uh, but they're yes. really close, so if you don't care about multiplayer, I shouldn't because my wife won't ever play it with me, and and you live in Ohio. Uh, $11 for the first one, it's an honorable mention. 14 for the second one. They're both great games. Much like Golden Axe, just stay away from the third one. Stay away from the third one. Amen. Testify. Uh, last game on my list. So right now, I'd be sitting at 90 bucks. I got $10 left. There's, it, it's too easy to know what to spend my last $10 on because it's Aladdin. It's one of my all-time favorite Genesis games. I think the, the because I, I love that movie, that's another one. Show my age, but I saw that movie in the movie theater. I do love that movie. It is one of my favorite Disney movies. Robin Williams is, is, a, is a legend. He's an absolute legend. I think the, the, the music in it is so such a perfect recreation for that old style video game music the gameplay is awesome with being having apples and your sword as two different options for fighting i always thought was very like it adds it adds a lot to it it it, it's hard it's it's pretty damn hard uh i'd say so i can get maybe like 60 percent of the way into it before i'm just gonna fall off a cliff and not be able to progress probably any farther unless I have some amazing run. But it just looks so like, damn good, and it's so much fun. One of those like late night runs where you get like idiot savant level good somehow or other. I I have this game. It pisses me off because it is it's and you know what it, it's hard. It's probably not like unreasonably hard for most people's standards. I can't ever get anywhere on it. I I did list both this and Lion King as kind of, as an honorable mention. I know they're beloved games. This one's easier than Lion King, for the record, yeah. if you're interested. Yeah. You can get past the second level on this one, which I can't always say for myself on the Lion King. You get the sword in this one, which, in my mind, makes it better than the Super Nintendo version. I'm sure there's debate on that, uh, but I like having the sword. My, my compilation, Love and Heart... Is, is a little broken right now. The six pack. You know what I'm going to do is I'm going to take 10 of my dollars out. I'm going to sell Road Rash and I'm going to pay $14 to mail you the six pack. I'm going to do that just for you, man. So you can also have a six pack. Uh, Aladdin, uh, Prince of Thieves is the third one. Do you ever see that movie? No, I've never seen it. I, I see it on Disney Plus now, but we haven't watched it. But I, I've never, I didn't even know it existed until recently. It, it was direct to video, and in hindsight, I, I know it's bad. Like, like my adult self understands it. Childhood, maybe like my weirdest childhood nostalgic Disney movie other than Hercules. Uh, and it was direct to video, right? It's not like I saw it in theaters, and we didn't even have cable. My mom just stumbled on it at a garage sale one day. 
watch it with your son and try to put yourself in in your like 10 year old brain and i think you'll find some of the most fun clever like jokes and dialogue uh of the aladdin movies the quality of the voice acting and everything else not as great as director video for a reason but put yourself in that space watch it with your son i think you'll have a good time i think you'll have a good time he likes aladdin i'm sure i could convince him to sit down and watch it i and i think you'll appreciate it too i don't think you'll mind it at all not one's back for what it's worth, I think Return of Jafar was direct-to-video too, right? I think the second one was direct-to-video as well. I don't know. Did it had it. Might have had a theater release. Might have had a theater release. Anything? I know I've hijacked your conversation again because I don't know how to shut up. Anything else on Aladdin? No, just it, it's it's harder than it should be for a child's game. I could say the same thing for about every Disney game on Genesis. Testify. I will get my game, Genie. I will cheat my way through it. I'll have some fun. It'll be great. I'm seeing now that maybe I should have gone first because I had maybe one more game than you did. So I've got two in a row here. Is that all right? Name both. The first one is sort of Vermilion, which is weird. Um, it's weird by kind of action RPG standards. Like your brain wants it to be like a Legend of Zelda thing, or or a Mystic Warriors thing, but it's not really either. <laughs> but the key is that it is an RPG. And it is pretty big, and it I would say it's it's not easy, but it's easy to grasp, like the combat. If there's one thing that scares me away from action on uh, RPGs, sometimes like complicated combat, I tend to veer towards the easier. This is simple, repetitive, boring even. It's a big action RPG that's fairly inexpensive, and I wanted one of those on my list, is really what it amounts to. I know I'm going to blow several happy hours playing this game. It's 14 bucks. It's weird. Don't go into it hoping for action in the Legend of Zelda sense because you're not going to get it. Like if you read it and it says action RPG on Wikipedia, it's, it's, it's totally different. It's like a JRPG with an action RPG battle system almost, if you want to call it that. Yeah. I don't even know how to describe it. But sort of Vermilion. Easiest way to do this one is like it's always on those collections and compilations that Sega puts out. Go play it there. And then the last one, taking a shot in the dark here, I love JRPGs. It is my favorite genre, especially though just the classic old school, just grinders, uh, grow your character up, kind of bond with them a little bit. I like that. None of those are cheap on the Genesis at all. None of them fit the budget. I went with one called Sorcerer's Kingdom. I've never played it. I watched reviews. I'm going to say mediocre to good reviews. It's a JRPG-ish but the battle also has like a tactical grid-based element. So most of it proceeds as like a Dragon Warrior type thing. But then when you get into battles, there is an actual sort of movement grid-based type of deal. And uh, it's just as close as I could find to something that looked like a reputable JRPG anywhere close to my price range. There weren't a ton of JRPGs on the Genesis is what it amounts to. And so all the good ones are stupid pricey. So I'm going to take a chance. I'm going to put this on there. It looks like something I could spend some good hours playing around with. I poked around with it a little bit. It's uh, it's pretty cool. Definitely, uh, definitely has that Dragon Warrior vibe. It's, from what I can tell, you don't your pan, your party doesn't expand past one person. I think it I does know. eventually. I'm not positive. Oh, yeah? Don't quote me on it. But I think it becomes more of a tactical experience, and then I think your party grows, and then it's more about oh. moving people in the right places. And I was thinking it might appeal to you in that kind of shining force 
way, but it's still different because it's like in an enclosed arena in a battle space, sort of. But again, I've never played it, so I actually don't know. I just had to have something of that ilk on my list. And that one goes in at 20 bucks, sort of Vermillion comes in at 14 If you're keeping track at home, that means I have $2 left. That's exactly $2. And uh, so I, I picked Hardball 3 just to fill a space, just to put a baseball game in there because there's a lot of cheap baseball games on the Genesis. I've never played Hardball, anything in the series. I just thought it was 2 bucks, and I was like, well, I could have a baseball game, and it doesn't have horrible... It was either that or, like, Tony LaRusse's baseball for 2 bucks. So RBI, ba- RBI Baseball 93 comes in at, like, 3 bucks. That'd be my choice. Punch a kid in the face, steal a dollar. RBI Baseball 93 is a great choice. Long story short, if you want a cheap sports game, baseball is going to have your cheapest options, like your 3 and $2. That's your game shows and your baseball games. RBI Baseball 93 has semi-faithful recreations of all 30 stadiums that were around them. Oh, as nice. well as they could be recreated in 16 bits. And a mode that actually lets you just, like, move a cursor around and look at all the stadiums. And, like, Ooh. just as a mode, it just says stadium tour. All right, you sold me. Cool. I will punch a kid and steal a buck, or I'll sub out Road Rash 2 for Red Rash 1 or whatever. I, I'll do it. I'll take you up on that. Sports Talk Baseball is typically regarded as the best one. Uh, it's only five bucks, so I would say it's an honorable mention. Um, it's one of the few that I've played. I haven't played much baseball at all on the Genesis. I've played some Sports Talk, and it's it is good. I like it. Weird name, but it makes sense, right? Great, great announcing, great voice uh, digitization, if you will. I think it, that would have been around the same time as Joe Montana Sports Talk Football, so they were probably just like, oh, here we can do this with baseball too. Let's just do it on all the things, absolutely. So I would say those are you know honorable mentions, if you will. On that note, I've been talking for like 10 straight minutes. Let's get to some of your honorable mentions. Anything else you just got to throw in? Don't don't limit yourself. Teach me, teach me things. My first honorable mention was it was going to be Streets of Rage, and I forgot it's on the six pack. Totally forgot about that. See, you but missed out. Take me up on my offer. Let me send you with my ten dollars that I save off Road Rage. Yeah, don't don't buy Streets of Rage for twenty three dollars. Buy the six pack for ten dollars and get five other games too. And then message us and be like, thanks. Nobody's going to do that because everybody that knows Genesis probably already has a six-pack. You know what? Maybe not. Maybe Genesis six-pack is like this hidden secret and we're sharing it with the world. I doubt it, but maybe, you know. If you want another Genesis compilation, Sonic Classics is also pretty good. If you want to snatch that up, that has Sonic 2 and uh, Mean Bean Machine and maybe Sonic 1. 1, 2, and Mean Bean Machine. That's correct. Mean, Mean Bean Machine is frustrating as all get out. Not my game. That's fine. It's a bonus. It's 13 bucks, I think, is what the whole cart was. It's, yeah. it's Puyo Puyo. Yeah, yeah. More of a, a, a puzzle-y guy myself, but it's the same concept. My next one's uh, one that is very dear to my heart, but I feel like you probably have to enjoy the activity to enjoy the game. Minnesota Fats Pool Legend. It's an excellent, excellent pool simulator. We've talked about this before. It has a different name on some other console but i used to have it on the saturn back when i had like two saturn games i had it on the saturn pretty smooth playing on the saturn i'm not saying you know i don't know what it's worth these days or anything i don't know if you're gonna go get it on saturn i just remember being a pretty smooth pool experience on the saturn you definitely should probably enjoy pool if you're gonna buy it because it's running at 16 loose but it has a 
I get a legitimate campaign to it, and it's it's pretty good. It's better than Data East Side Pocket. Uh, well, it is Data East Side Pocket, but it's okay. Oh, is that what it? Maybe that's yeah. what I was thinking of. Is that it had another it name? Is. I okay. think on Saturn it's Side Pocket Two or something like that. Maybe on Saturn it was Minnesota Fats. So it is Minnesota Fats. Yeah, maybe I had that one for sure. Maybe so, it's in Japan. Maybe in Japan then, because in Japan they were like, uh, nobody knows who the fuck Minnesota Fats is, so we need to call this something else. To be fair, I live here and I don't know who Minnesota Fats is. It must be an Ohio <laughs> thing. I don't know, or a Minnesota thing. I guess would make more sense. <laughs> he's a he's a if you're, watch the Hustler with Paul Newman. Is uh, okay. I have a rule about watching movies that are going to feel feelings. Don't make me feel feelings, okay? It's only going to make you feel like you really want to become a really good pool player. Okay, I can handle that feeling because Paul Newman makes it look super cool. And then I, you're be like, I don't I play a, a ton of pool, but I do have an uncle who has one hand. He lost the other hand in an accident. He's got a little nub like right here above the, I guess, like above the lower part of his palm. But he still plays pool. He just crooks it. Just kicks it right in this area, right, to shoot it. Still plays pool, and so I like to tell people, "It's like I learned to play pool from a one-armed man, one-handed man." That's awesome. I don't play pool very well. He's pretty good at it, personally. I am not. What you got next on that group? Uh, dinosaurs for hire. Never heard. Imagine, of it. oh, imagine Contra, uh, upgraded to sixteen-bit. And made of more of a vertical scroller instead of a side scroller, and with dinosaurs dressed up to look like '80s action stars. I'll take it. I'm in. You had me at '80s action stars. Yeah. Dinosaurs for hire. Okay, solid. It's, what's that? What's it's that expensive. Right? It's expensive. It's in at twenty-two. Okay, so like us, expensive. All right, that's fair. Yeah. Uh, Golden Axe Two. We had hit on that a little bit earlier. I I I just think it does everything the first one does and does a little better. That's fair. 15 bucks. I, again, if you get the six pack and then you're getting the first one, you you can't go wrong with the first one either. I would be torn if I had to pick between them head to head. It just so happens that I like <clears> them both <throat> in the first ones in there. And as you mentioned, just avoid three and you're fine. Uh, I threw Sonic 3 in. I really love Sonic 3. It's a more complete experience with Sonic and Knuckles, but if you're not trying to shell out for both cards, I think Sonic 3 still... I think out of the two experiences that you're getting, if you only have one cart, Sonic 3 is a better experience by itself than Sonic and Knuckles is. Is that a segue for me? Are you trying to lead me in right now, or have you got more there? <laughs> no, I mean, <laughs> I just that's just how I feel. My I'd... last honorable mention is just Shining Force 2. Nobody should spend $50 on it, but if you're just... If you, if you have $100 and you just want to play a strategy RPG, you can buy two copies of that. Because it's the best game ever made. And so you have one to play and one to stare at and admire and enjoy. The beautiful part about Shining Force 2 is that it's another one of these games, uh, you know, Sonic 2 as well, and several others we haven't mentioned, that's on every, like, so Sega compilation thing that they make every time, all the time. Shining Force 2 is always on there. The Switch one is probably in the 25-ish dollar range complete, give or take. And it's excellent, and Shining Force 2 is great on the go, because it is not a fast game. It's not a sit-down and put 10 minutes into a game. It's a, it's a, it's an experience, right? So get Absolutely. it on the Switch, play it on the go. It works great. Emulate uh, it. Play it somehow that you can save-state it, because absolutely, it's some of those battles drag. I haven't finished it yet. I'm 60 to 70% through, I would say. 
Um, strategy, tactical strategy, not always my thing, but generally grinding and exploration kind of is. And so I'm into it for that part. And I've been playing it on the Switch on that version. PS3, Xbox 360, that Sonic's Ultimate Genesis collection is, is stellar. It's basically the same thing, but with a little more even. Um, you got to find a way to play this game somehow. I believe you can also get it as like a super cheap standalone on Steam for like a buck or two. Makes a lot of sense. Sega and Steam have a, have a nice, <clears throat> long, glorious history. Um, so I'm going to jump back to your Sonic 3 thing because this was big for me. If we kind of took, you know, when I was doing this, I was aiming for some amount of quantity and some amount of, like, breadth of genre, right? But if you just asked me, like, kind of, what do I want to say, rash, sort of rashly, like an instant reaction response, I want Sonic 3 plus Genesis. I love that experience. I think other than Sonic Mania on the Switch, Sonic Mania Plus, other than that, I think Sonic 3 plus Knuckles is the like the best Sonic experience that you can have. But absolutely. As you mentioned, unfortunately, it's like $34 for the pair on a good day. And that was just too much, but I love them. If I had it my like if I was really going to ignore everything else and just go off kind of gut reaction, it's like I'd probably boil it down to, you know, Sonic 3 plus Knuckles and college football and hang time uh ms pac-man buster's hidden treasure like i don't know what i'd probably just get rid of i'd probably get rid of sorcerer's kingdom because i've never played it and sonic 2 it'd be 25 bucks what else do i get rid of get rid of 10 more bucks road rash get rid of road rash sorry road rash no offense um but i just i really loved that experience and then also if you have sonic 2 that also you can it doesn't build the whole experience but you get to use knuckles in sonic 2 which lets yeah. you get to places that you didn't think you were going to get to as Sonic without being really talented. Which is so. insane. Like, some of the things that you can do on there as far as climbing and stuff, it's like, how did they add that in? I don't... How did they do that after the fact? That's wild, yeah, man. Yeah, it's wild. That's so wild. But like you said, it is, unfortunately, you know, by the time you get both games, 34 bucks on a good day, uh, maybe, even if you play through it kind of every possible way, you know, even if you spend 40 bucks and you have two and three and Knuckles... You're you're talking fifteen hours of gameplay. Yeah. You know, twenty if you explore every nook and cranny or whatever. Yeah, I mean I guess if you're gonna go for like all the super emeralds on three where you know like you go through and you fill up the emeralds, but then you fill up the emeralds mm. again. So maybe maybe you get like I said, if you're exploring every nook and cranny of all three of those games in every way, shape or form at forty bucks and you're getting, you know, twenty hours of gameplay. And the prop, uh, the value proposition just isn't there. But it, I do think it is maybe the second best Sonic experience in existence. I'm not one of those, uh, you know, fuck Sonic CD people, but I don't love Sonic CD, so I don't need you, anybody to bring that in into my wheelhouse. I don't get the hype for it either. It's it's decent, but as I, I know, it's fine. I've only ever played it on the gamecube collection right like sonic gems plus or something like that on the, yeah, GameCube. the mega collection mega collection the only yeah. place i ever played it, it's like yeah okay fine that's fine but sonic 3 plus knuckles just the cartridge is exciting and interesting and then plugging two into the cartridge and that's cool too yeah i love it and then the little weird thing where if you plug in any other cartridge you get the sonic 3 chaos emerald minigame i think that was so clever and i don't know what the point of it but it's just just good fun 
Uh, okay, but finally getting off my high horse about being a tight ass. I, I do have both those games, but those were two like original that I got, you know, roughly when I got the console in probably garage sales with mom at high school. My mom and I and my little brother went to a lot of garage sales. I imagine that's where I got it. So it didn't, you know, at that point, it probably wasn't that that pricey, I, I doubt. Other ones that we both talked about and kind of liked, you, uh, plenty of Street Fighters and Mortal Kombat's, but Virtual Fighter 2 is not bad on Genesis. It's, it's 10 bucks. Micro Machines, 14 bucks. Super Monaco GP, if you're into racing, that's 6 and 9, and both of those, uh, 1 and 2, 6 and 9 bucks. They both scroll forward really well, pretty clean. Um, Eternal Champions is one on mine, that's 6. Cyborg Justice, that's one we both talked about a little bit. Um, good arcade beat em up and it's like eight dollars so that's a good one lots of sports games madden sports talk baseball nhl series uh, 94 tends to be the best one in bha James. so there's just tons of sports games and most of them you know i don't know a lot about all of them but if it's got ea on it and it's on the genesis it's probably not bad jungle Good strike enough. desert strike lion king what else i got all the Echo games. We talked about Maximum Carnage. That's good. Vector Man 1 and 2, both 10-ish bucks. Just, Those are really good. Just action platformers. I feel like we both kind of hit our quota, so it got left off our lists, but just good action platformers. Very also unique. on all those collections. Lemmings 2 is just Lemmings, but good and cheap. It's on the Genesis. I'm going to say the two that people probably don't know a ton about would be Cyborg Justice. I know we talked, kind of get some hate, but really it's just a good arcade beat-em-up. I don't know why people don't love it so much. Maybe Lots it's of, not. It's impressive amount of customization on it. It is. You customize robots. Who don't like that? And um, Phantom 2040 is one that doesn't get a ton of love. I'd never played it until I watched it on like SNES Drunk, um, SNES Drunk channel, maybe a year, a year and a half ago. And it's kind of Metroid-ish, um, but that's a good one. Gosh, I hope it's on the Genesis. Maybe he played it on the Super Nintendo. I'm pretty but, sure that's on Genesis. I think so. I've I think heard it is of it. too. I remember the show, but I, I never played the game. I'm gonna say those are those last two are the two where people would not look at those and pick them up necessarily, or they wouldn't be familiar. But Phantom 2040 and Cyborg Justice. Um, if you get a chance, go ahead and go ahead and pick them up because they're cheap and good. Absolutely. Absolutely on the Cyborg Justice. Anything and else that's coming coming to your top of mind right now? I, need... I was going to say, you mentioned NHL 94. If anybody wants that, you better get it because it is not going down in price anytime soon. It just keeps climbing. It's only 9 or 10 bucks loose right now, but you're talking about a game that used to be, I don't know, 3 bucks. 3 bucks, yeah. Okay. I mean, to triple in value. I think yeah. the issue is that it probably is the best hockey experience on the Genesis, is my bet. I think it, I think there's a lot of people that even consider it the best hockey experience ever. Have those people played Blades of Glory on the NES? No, Blades even, of Glory. Sorry. Blades of Steel. Blades of Steel. I'm thinking of uh, the movie. Hey, for what it's worth, I do like that movie a lot. I'd play that game. I love Blades of Steel and Blades of Glory. I'd sing the song and play the game. I love both of those as well. I'm going to scroll uh, through my, my small shelf over here while you're naming off more stuff and try to eyeball things. I was just going to say on NHL 94, just to bring it around to that again, the new NHL game 21 that's coming out, if you pre-order it, has some NHL 94 rewind mode that comes with it. I just saw that today. I was like, that's... So it's highly regarded. That's uh, beautiful. 
I played, uh, I would say my favorite one that I've played. I haven't played a lot. I know there's some really well-regarded ones on the Saturn. The Saturn did some neat things, um, especially on some EA Sports games. I played a lot of 97 or 98 on the PS1. I don't remember which, uh, but I remember really liking it. I'm looking over here at my shelf and realizing that I have a lot of crap. Uh, but I do have Shining in the Darkness. That's a Shining Force precursor like kind of spiritual yeah. prequel. Old school dungeon crawler. Like little little obscure crawler. for my taste, but not bad. Bring your graph paper. Fatal Labyrinth is kind of a decent uh, a decent experience, in my opinion. Yeah, that's a neat one. I actually just ran into that on the collection recently, and I was like, oh, this is actually a pretty cool game. It didn't quite scratch the itch that I was looking for on some of those uh, some of those later more pricey titles. I, I don't know if it's that pricey in particular. I don't remember. I'm just kind of scrolling through what I have over here. Uh, mostly a lot of crap. We didn't. We did not mention a single time, Ivan Iron Man Stewart's super off road. I think that's a miss. And uh, Batman Forever. I think it's a shame that neither of those. I was getting ready to bring it up. I was you were getting say, ready. I, I'm sorry. I said it before I was, you did I was, this. I was, get, I was just thinking that I love Batman Forever, but nobody should ever ever purchase that game. It's fucking terrible. You told me one time that your child enjoys that, and ever since then, I'm thinking to myself like, I don't trust your small child's video game taste, which is fine because he's a small child. Oh, his video game taste is terrible. His, I mean, he, he likes that and Mario 64 and Elmo's Letter Adventure. So, you know, I mean. Elmo's Letter Adventure has really good voice acting in it, though, doesn't it? According to the angry video game nerd or GameSack or one of those guys. It weirdly does have some strong voice acting. Like, they Earth. got all the voice actors for the Muppets to do it. That's pretty sick. Uh, Chase HQ, I don't know if that's expensive. That's kind of a fun game. Ooh. Philios is a weird shooter that, in my opinion, like starts off really good for like a level and then it just ramps up and it gets really bad. Toy Story has some weird 3D segments on the Genesis version, if I'm not mistaken. Yes, is it is Super a Nintendo. Am I getting it backwards? No, it's, it's Sega has a lot of the Toy Story game. It starts out as a side scroller, but then there's a part where you drive the RC car. There's it's kind of a it's, digitized um, appearance also, but it doesn't look horrible being Toy Story. Um, I just remember the 3D experience. I couldn't remember which platform, but it's kind of unique. I bought that game new way back in the day from Toys R Us with like birthday money. And I remember like spending like 40 or $50 on it and just thinking it was so cool. And I don't have it, but we talked a little bit about Batman and Robin on the NES, or on sorry, on the Genesis, is a kind of uh, shooter or a run and gun. I guess you'd call it a run and gun. Yeah, yeah. And I you've don't... got uh, two, one or two players, and you're essentially just like throwing batarangs. Um, you're yep. just cutting down just hordes and hordes of baddies in kind of a run and gun action. Bring two players or you're not beating it because some of the bosses are just so unfair with the way things happen that to fight them, you need two players like working together. It's just you can't totally different than the Super Nintendo version, which is also quite a bit more expensive, um, but arguably the best Batman game on the Genesis. Probably Batman, Retur Batman Returns is good as well. Um, I do have Batman Returns. I haven't spent much time. Uh Action platformer, straight up yeah. platformer, I guess. Yeah. Very I, similar to like the Ocean Batman on NES. You mean the Sunsoft Bat? 
Maybe. Is ocean. Ocean bad. Sunsoft good, right? Is it? Maybe. I don't remember. I don't remember now. The one with really big sprites. The Return of the Joker. Which is that the Sunsoft or is that? Maybe it's both. Maybe Ocean developed and so let me let me let me go find. I do remember. I like them. I like the first one way better. The small sprite purplish one. And uh, let's. And that one's Sunsoft, but I don't know who you know developed published. I get it mixed up. Return of the Joker. This is a good one to end on though. We end on Batman talk. I'm always ready to talk Batman. Okay. Oh, that's the video. Sorry, wrong thing. Video game. Batman Return of the Joker. NES. Developed by okay, that's developed and published by Sunsoft on the NES. And I do remember it. And the reason I remember specifically, I've never played it, but I know the music is good because Angry Video Game Nerd told me so. And then he also pointed out that by pushing up, you can make Batman's head turn away, and so he makes it look like he's dancing to the music <laughs> when you push up on it. And then the original one, uh, the original one, I think, was probably also Sunsoft on both development and publish, if I had to guess. And uh, Harder, I think, probably. But, I think I've vaguely played that one. Return of the Joker is the one, the one I have the most experience with, besides the several Batman titles on Sega that I've played all of those. Yeah. Um, but the reason Ocean, the only reason I bring it up, Ocean's, I think Ocean's typically got pretty bad stuff. Don't, I'm, opinion. I mean, they made the Jurassic Park game on NES, and it's pretty hot garbage, so. Oh, I thought you were going to say the Jurassic Park game on the Genesis. Like, oh, I insulted you right before we were done. My bad, man. But no, no you said no. NES. I'm safe. Okay. Yeah. I think Virgin made the one on uh, Sega. They put out some reputable stuff, right? Yeah. Um, they did They did Aladdin. I was thinking, oh, well, I hate those bastards. No, I'm just kidding. The <laughs> Ocean. You know what? I can't, I can't help myself. I like Wikipedia. Ocean video game dev. See what we get here. List of video game ocean. Uh, I can't even find them on Wikipedia. All right, that's my last ditch effort, I swear, and then I'll give up and I'll go to bed like a normal person. Video game. I'm sure the clicking in the keyboard is super annoying too. People need to know about the Ocean Batman and how it's not as bad as people make it out to be. I need to know about it. So I'm on the NES Wikipedia page. Oh, ooh. Uh, cool World. Who do we got? Darkman? Not familiar with that one. I'm vaguely familiar with the movie. I didn't know there was a game. On the NES, apparently. Make sure I'm looking at the right columns here. North America, publisher, developer. Okay. Darkman. Uh... Jurassic Park on the NES? Okay, there's that one. You said that's it, bad, right? It's top-down, and it's terrible. I'm sorry to hear that. How dare they treat Jurassic Park that way? Oh, that's kind of irony. They made Lemmings on the NES. I've never played Lemmings on the NES. I'd... I haven't either. I've no, only ever played it on Sega a little bit. Lethal Weapon on the NES, which I'm pretty sure is really bad. Oh, if God, I'm not it has mistaken. to be. Uh, Parasol Stars, Rainbow Island 2 on the NES. Hmm. Rainbow Islands. It looks like they're mostly Europe stuff. The Untouchables, the Adams Family. Okay, so not a lot on the NES stateside. Not a lot on the NES stateside. Hey, 
Learned something about ocean today. Uh, that's all I got, man. I don't know if you have any parting words of wisdom for aspiring Genesis collectors, other than it's probably one of the friendlier retro consoles to collect for. Emulate Shining Force 2 before you buy it to make sure you like it. That's a heavy hitter. That's and you know well what? Worth it. In general, those Sega collections tend to emulate pretty well. I know the sound can be a little off sometimes, Absolutely. but if you didn't, you know, if you didn't grow up playing with the actual original console and have like heavy nostalgia, you probably wouldn't even notice. Or if you're just normal people like us, you probably won't notice either. I won't notice because I'm stupid. You could notice if you're not stupid, or maybe you just didn't grow up with the console. Even the mini console is fine. I always recommend the PS3 and Xbox 360 collection because I don't know many people who have video games who don't have those consoles. That would be my recommendation as well. Straight up five bucks, and you can even unlock some Master System games on there as well, which is really kind of sick. So, you know what? Go go do those. I think that's my recommendation is it's pretty easy to collect for, and it's pretty easy to avoid collecting for by playing those versions. That's what I got. Anything else? No. Go out, spend $100, get a second collection. Absolutely. And spend 50 of it on Shining Force 2, and then 34 on Sonic and Knuckles, uh, Sonic 3 and Knuckles, and then the last uh, uh, $16 on however many copies of Ivan Iron Man Stewart's Super Off-Road that you can afford. Probably 16 copies for $16. I I don't know what the going rate is, but go grab that one. You might get 32 copies. You might get the... It depends on if you get a BOGO deal or not. You could come away with 100. We don't know what the limit. Don't don't cap your imagination. You know what I'm saying? In the meantime, Aaron, thanks a lot for hanging out with me. I super appreciate it. And if you happen to be a random soul on Twitch or YouTube or whatever who sees this, I'll put an audio version out there as well. Thanks for listening. And we hope you at least got some like good brainstormy ideas for grabbing some cheap Genesis games. My throat's dying because I've been talking for like five hours this afternoon, so I'm going to head out. Aaron, thanks for joining me. I really appreciate it. It's been real, sir. Thank you. Absolutely. I'll talk to you soon, buddy.